everybody, it is now time for Talks with Nick. And tonight, I would like to share my story of being in a domestic violence relationship. I would say it had to have been in 2009, 2010. I was dating this guy. And everything was going good. Like, we was enjoying each other's company. We were enjoying just hanging out with each other, laughing and talking with each other. Until one day, we were hanging out. And I just wanted to lay down and try to get some rest because we had some errands to run. So I just wanted to try to get a quick nap in before we headed out. So I went in the room to go lay down, and he came in the room and was basically trying to wake me up. And I told him, I was like, look, let me just get this nap in because we got stuff to do, and I'm tired right now, so let me get this quick nap in. And he got mad because I said that. And when he got mad, he started choking me. Start choking me to the point that I blacked out. And when I finally did come to, I didn't know what to think or like what just happened. So I got up and started grabbing my stuff. And I was getting ready to leave. And of course, he came with the, I'm sorry, I should have never did that. Please forgive me for it. I promise you it will never happen again. So, of course, I forgave him. And I said, okay, this can never happen again. And he kept saying, I promise you, I promise you, it would, it would never happen again. So it had to be like a few weeks later after that, it happened again. We got into a huge argument, and he pushed me. And when he pushed me, I fell across um, the dining room table. He pushed me real hard, and I fell across the table. And I'm crying and saying, you know, you said you were never going to do this. Why are you doing this to me? What, What is going on that you're doing this to me now? What have I done to you? I felt like... I must have did something to him for him to start doing this because this wasn't happening before. So after that, it happened a few more times. And me and him was together for two years. Yeah, I I dealt with it for two whole years. Two whole years. And some something kept telling me, like, you, you got to get out of this. You got to get out of this. Like, only a very few people knew what was going on. Only a very, very few people knew. And I was like, but I do love him. I do love him. But at the same time, it's also in the back of my head, like, he's beating on you. Why do you want to stay? That's not love. He's not showing you love because he's putting his hands on you. So, me and him had some talks. 
And, you know, we was even talking about getting married, having a baby, moving. Yeah, all of that. Even though he was doing what he was doing to me, yeah, we was having talks about that. And I knew down deep inside, like, I really needed to get out of this relationship. But also at the same same time, I was looking forward to, like, us getting married and having a child and basically starting a family together. So it was a time that he was actually getting ready to move. And he wanted me to move with him. And I said, yeah, okay. We could do that. We could do that. And like, I want to say it was probably like a week or so before the move was supposed to happen. He put his hands on me again. And right then and there, I said, okay, you know what? That's it. This is this is the last straw. I'm tired of this. You're not about to keep using me as a punching bag. Like, I'm tired. I'm fed up with this. So when he said that he was going to make the move first to, you know, go get everything set up with the house and get a job out to where we were going to stay, I said, okay, cool. Here's my chance right now to get up out of this relationship then. So he went, you know, to get stuff set up and I stayed behind. So at that point in time, and when I stayed behind, I changed my number. I deleted him off all of my social medias. Like I made sure I lost all type of contacts with him and some of the, my family members that did know what was going on, I made sure to let them know, look, if he tried to contact y'all looking for me, tell him y'all have not seen me. Like, y'all don't know where I'm at because I needed to protect myself at that time. So, I like I said, I said, okay, this is my way out. I ain't got to worry about dealing with this no more. Cool. So, sure enough, He tried to contact me. He tried to reach out to family to find out where I was at. And they wouldn't tell him. They would not tell him. And I knew right then and there, I did the right thing because I knew I had to get out of that relationship. I knew I had to get out before I had ended up dead. Because who knows what else would have happened if I would have stayed in that relationship. So I'm thankful that I was able to get out of that relationship still alive. It's a lot of ladies, you know, that hasn't been able to do that. They don't know how to do it. They're scared. And trust and believe, yeah, I was scared. So yeah, I get it. But if you can get out, get out while you can. Get out while you can. It's not worth it. It's not worth the relationship. That's not love right there, like I said before. It, it's, it's really not. It's not love. Getting out of that abusive relationship was like the best thing ever for me. Because I found myself again. So I'm truly thankful that I was able to get out of that relationship. So, 
to any females out there that's listening and you're in an abusive relationship, please, please, please try your hardest to get out of it. Try your hardest to get out of it. They have a domestic violence hotline number. And I'm going to put this number in on the podcast too. But the number is 1-800-799-7233. Again, that number is 1-800-799-7233. I pray that this podcast on tonight help someone and just encourage some female like to get out of that relationship while you can it might be hard but just try your best to do it your life is worth more worth way more so have a good night everyone i'm out